Welcome to the Impactful PBL Podcast. I'm Candice, your host, a project-based learning coach and leader of the Impactful PBL Network. And you can find me at impactfulpbl.com. I'm on a mission to do good work with good people for good reasons, and I hope you are too. If you are a current or aspiring project-based educator looking for strategies and ideas to craft memorable learning experiences that empower your students to tackle challenges in their school and community through project-based learning, then you're in the right place. Join me as I share resources and tips to help you launch a PBL initiative in your classroom. Welcome to the Impact Makers community and let's talk PBL. Hey, Impact Makers. When I first became a teacher in 2007, I was hired as a math teacher and my friend accepted a science teacher position. Back then, there was no such thing as a STEM teacher. Secondary teachers were hired as subject area teachers. And in fact, when I integrated other subject areas in my lessons, it was considered going above and beyond, meaning I was seen as a great teacher. Integrating other subject areas was a bonus, but not necessarily mandatory. Fast forward to today, and it's considered best practice to connect multiple content area within lessons. It's no longer going above and beyond. It's an expectation. Now it's common for science and math teachers to be considered part of the STEM team. So what is STEM education? When asked this question, it's common for educators to break down the acronym. Well, STEM education is science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. But doesn't everyone teach science, technology, engineering, and mathematics? So how is STEM education different from a traditional math class or science class? Well, let's explore the difference between traditional education and STEM education. By traditional education, I'm referring to teaching subject areas and silos. In traditional learning experiences, often learning focuses on the what of a subject area. But we now know that knowledge is not measured by content regurgitation. There is no synthesis of the material by students when they are just memorizing parts of a cell in isolation or memorizing the steps to solve a math problem with no understanding of why the process works. STEM education focuses on the how or actual practices. Students are provided experiences that use existing knowledge to build new knowledge and skills, which represents a more comprehensive understanding rather than just strictly memorization. STEM education is an interdisciplinary approach to learning where rigorous academic concepts are coupled with real-world lessons and students apply science, technology, engineering, and math in context so that they can make connections between school, community, and work. And ultimately, the goal is that students are able to develop STEM literacy and have the ability to compete in our new economy. It's an applied, integrated approach for those subjects versus math taught only in math class. This project-based way of teaching and learning allows students to understand and appreciate the relevancy of their work and the world around them. It's about nurturing students' curiosity and helping them develop creativity, problem-solving, and critical thinking skills. Basically, it's not simply the subjects in the acronym, but it's the way students are learning and what they are learning. STEM education exposes students to project-based learning and varied learning spaces and allows them to develop and use models and use technology tools and analyze and interpret data and design solutions. They also have an opportunity to plan and carry out investigations. They get to engage in integrated curriculum. It creates a culture of inquiry. They're involved in authentic assessments, collaborative learning becoming an academic risk taker, having access to diverse STEM professionals, and the list goes on and on. Effective STEM education immerses students in hands-on inquiry and experiential learning, collaboration, building their confidence, overcoming challenges, and it provides multiple ways for students to learn. 
Ideally, students will have learning goals that are addressed by multiple teachers in different classes, allowing them to engage in interdisciplinary and active learning. We are no longer solely math teachers or science teachers or technology teachers, etc., but rather interdisciplinary learning teachers. When exploring the characteristics of great STEM education, typically it involves interdisciplinary and active instructional strategies. Active learning is a learner-centered approach that engages students in the instructional process through the use of problem-solving, discussions, case studies, reflections, role plays, project-based tasks, etc. Whereas passive learning is a teacher-centered approach. Active learning methods enhance students' critical thinking skills, it increases their attention span, and stimulates divergent thinking. Also, active learning methods give students a role in their learning, which promotes voice and choice. You may be wondering, if active learning is so great, then why do we still have teacher-centered classrooms? Well, some teachers experience challenges with implementing active learning strategies because without proper classroom management, it can create the potential for distractions. It requires teachers to be more flexible and spontaneous with their lessons, which makes some educators feel uncomfortable. Also, some teachers feel it is more time-consuming because during active learning, students are engaged in inquiry-based activities. However, to prepare students for the future, we must ensure that they have the opportunity to be actively involved in the learning process. I've shared about this study before. The National Association of College and Employers Job Outlook, the survey shares key attributes that employers want to see on a candidate's resume. The most recent survey results show the top 10 attributes as problem-solving skills, the ability to work in teams, having a strong work ethic, analytical and quantitative skills, communication skills, initiative, detail-oriented, technical skills, and adaptability. And the survey actually reveals the top 20 skills, and all of these skills can be taught inside school. But they also can be taught outside of school time as well. If you notice, these skills are not related to a particular career or field of study. When thinking about STEM education in general, these attributes may come to mind. So how do we prepare students for jobs that we don't even know what job they're going to have, right? We, or sometimes the jobs don't even exist yet. We can start to address this challenge by fostering the skills we mentioned earlier from the survey through active learning strategies such as project-based learning. Project-based learning, as you know, is an instructional approach that allows students to gain knowledge and skills by investigating and responding to a challenge or problem or complex question that they may face in the real world. Earlier, we determined that STEM education is an interdisciplinary approach to learning where students' academic concepts are coupled with real-world lessons where they can apply science, technology, engineering, math in the real world. So it's feasible to promote STEM education through project-based learning. Let's explore the following scenario or prompt and driving question for a project-based learning unit. If our scenario is, North Carolina has one of the fastest-growing populations due to migration, the state has three main geographic regions, the Atlantic Coastal Plain, the Central Piedmont Plain, and the Mountain Region. The weather varies based on the area, and each region has a distinct weather pattern. The Raleigh Office of the National Weather Service wants every child moving to North Carolina to be prepared to dress appropriately for the weather, so they issued a challenge. They're asking second-grade students living in North Carolina to provide a resource for a welcome kit to children based on where they move within the state. And the driving question is, how can we create a resource to prepare kids for North Carolina's weather? So let's look at how we can integrate science, technology, engineering, and math in this one PBL unit. The science standards addressed by this PBL unit are understanding patterns of weather and factors that affect weather, summarizing weather conditions using qualitative and quantitative measures to describe temperature, wind direction, wind speed, and precipitation, 
compare weather patterns that occur over time and relate observable patterns to the time of day and the time of year. And then another science standard that aligns is recognize the tools that scientists use for observing, recording, and predicting weather changes from day to day and during the seasons. However, just by reading the project scenario and driving question, we can see an interdisciplinary connection between other subjects. Here are some technology objectives that students could explore during this PBL unit as they develop their public product. Students critically curate a variety of resources using digital tools to construct knowledge, produce creative artifacts, and make meaningful learning experiences for themselves and others. Another standard that they could address is to use a variety of technologies within a design process to identify and solve problems by creating new, new, useful, or imaginative solutions. Another standard could be students leveraging technology to take an active role in choosing, achieving, and demonstrating competency in their learning goals, which would be informed by the learning sciences. So for example, students could choose to create a video, make a physical kit or box with resources, or create a digital or print guide, a website, etc. So using that same driving question and scenario, here are some math objectives that students could also explore during this PBL unit as they analyze learning materials. They could draw a picture graph or a bar graph with a single unit scale to represent a data set, solve simple put together, take apart, and compare problems using information presented in a picture or a bar graph. So for example, students can analyze, compare, and contrast weather patterns in each region. They could also create graphs based on data collected from observing and recording weather changes. As you can imagine, using the same scenario and driving question, it's possible to incorporate learning activities related to other subject areas, such as social studies and English language arts as well. As you can see, it's feasible to integrate STEM education with project-based learning. So I hope that example gave you some ideas for your project-based learning unit. So now it's time to take action. Review an upcoming project-based learning unit, plan how you can authentically integrate science, technology, engineering, and mathematics education within your PBL experience. Thanks for joining us for this week's episode. If you found this episode insightful, do me a favor, leave a review or share it with a teacher friend. And don't forget to join us for the next episode.